is recording, so. What the fuck is this? Um, I don't know. I found it on the floor. Old food. Yeah. Amazing. I love to put old food on a table. Um. <laughs> Jack up the oats on that zoom. On that content. Give me that content. Ripping thick content. <laughs> already with the door closed. Fuck this. It's a hot, hot summer night in Winnipeg. Uh, welcome. Fuck, how do we do this show? <laughs> Hello, uh, my name is Dirt. Hi, I'm Moxie. And welcome to Is This Drive? Your source for queer entertainment news and the definitive opinion on what is or is not drag. <laughs> um, I was gonna say that I'm Moxie again, but we just did that. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, because despite what anyone else might have to say, we both do drag. It's been a week, folks. It's been a weekend. Um, it feels like it's been a week. It, well, it's been longer than that since we recorded, because despite promising to deliver uh, content, we have not been doing that. Oh, well. Because coronation happened. You kicked um, my fucking ass, even though I didn't even party at all. You literally didn't, you fucking baby child. Here's what happened. I ate too many desserts. And I knew if I drank more than I did, I would throw up all my desserts. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what hospitality is there for. Yeah, and I'll do it next year when I have a hotel room. But this year I was staying at someone else's house and I didn't want to throw up in their bathroom. And you made fun of me for getting a room. Because you were like, did, you live down the street. You don't need a room. And, and you then... know what? I was wrong. And yeah. I'll admit that because I'm the bigger person here. Emotionally. <laughs> Got those big emotions. Moxie, what is coronation? Um, we explained this a little bit last week, um, but coronation is basically when the monarchs in the upper house currently reigning in whatever realm you're in, whatever court you're in, mm -hmm. uh, they step down and then the next people step up. And so the coronation weekend is consists of the in-town show, which is where people like in town performers perform and it's basically to like open up the weekend uh some of the out of town people will be there already and it's just to show off your city's best drag mm -hmm. um then you have the out of town show the next day is and that's when apparently every single person from out of town performs we like, had like 26 numbers it was insane it was wild i've never been to a show that long it was that's exhausting. we were Satina's, both in the step Satina's down step down wasn't as long I feel like it was just as long. Like, there were, like, Satina's, at least 24 numbers, and Satina's, Satina's number alone was seven minutes long. No, I know, but and this... Sandy Bay's number was eight. Yeah, and then... But then there was a half-hour intermission in the middle of the in-town show. Mm. Um, and, I don't know, it just felt really long. Um, I think that was, was also because, good. like, uh, people were fucking amazing, but also, like, when it's people you don't know, I feel like there's less impetus to be engaged. Yeah, and, like, I mean, also, it's the second day of four days, so, like, yeah. um, like, so you're, like, already tired from the night before, but you're also kind of anticipating what's happening the next day, because the next day is the coronation ball, which, um, I left the apartment 
to get ready. Like, I got all of, because I was the CEO for the election. I ran the election. So I got ready and left the hotel, or left the apartment at 12.30 to get to the hotel for one. Or no, I left at, yeah, no, I left at 12.30 to get to the hotel for one. And then I didn't come back until 12 the next day. And I was still in drag. Yep. Um, Well, you were still in face. Yeah. But I did go to brunch in full drag. Oh, cool. It was a different face from the day before? No. <laughs> no. And that's So basically, stunning. so basically like you get to the hotel, there's a hospitality where you can eat and drink a bit and then everyone gets ready for the ball. The dinner starts at 6. 6:30ish. The well, you're like you're there at 6. Yeah. It's not the here's dinner, the thing. Gays <clears throat> can't organize anything. And well, and the dinner part of coronation is for the um current reigning monarchs to present their awards there's a president's award you see the board of directors Mm -hmm. um there are a couple of dinner numbers that's where i performed um yeah we had uh, the current reigning miss club 200 yep and we also had a representative from the other nightclub in winnipeg i'm gonna bleep the name um (laughs) i'm gonna bleep the name out I mean, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you don't do anything to edit this. I can no, but I'm the one pushing us to deliver content. So what if I just chop and screwed all of your na- all of the stuff you said? I hate Sharon. Sharon, like, <laughs> I would kill you, and she would know it's not true. Um, <laughs> she probably doesn't. Even, she definitely doesn't listen. So we're fine. <laughs> um, and then the actual coronation ball, I think, started at eight. Somewhere around there. And I was not expecting how British it would be. Well, yeah, it's based on a monarchy. And it was it was done, like, gays love royalty. They um, really do. It's very... It's very ceremonial. It's very, very ceremonial. It's It was all told we were there because Dirt and I had to run the election, like, the last minute voting beforehand. And I think the night ended at, what, 1230 um, yes, the official coronation ball ended at 1230. Um, and that ends, like, during the coronation ball, there's different commands, so you're commanded to be there to perform by mm-hmm. one of the, uh, monarchs. Um, each of the upper house has their final walk, which is their final number. Um. <laughs> we have to talk about the craziest thing that happened at coronation, we'll, though. No, we'll talk about what's supposed to happen, and then we'll talk about that. <laughs> Um, you also have walks for the decade monarchs, mm-hmm. if they're still around and if they haven't been stripped of their titles or whatever, and the double decade. Mm-hmm. So Was it Carlos's double decade? Yes, it was Carlos Las Vegas's double decade as monarch, and it was Brianna Burlesque's decade as empress. Um, and she was she reigned two years in a row, so next year is also her decade. What um, a power move. Honestly. Um and then uh, the votes are counted. The candidates for emperor and empress have their uh, candidate walks. They are sequestered in a private room to find out the results of the election. The CEO goes on stage, presents the results to the College of Monarchs, which consists of all of the past reigning emperors, empresses, princes, and princesses. Um, <clears throat> and uh, then the results are announced, and the candidates get crowned if they win so there is um like just to give you an example of like how much ceremony there is during the actual crowning process 
they kneel on pillows, which are placed in front of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are given a scepter and a sword. Uh, the ceremony, the baronial crowns, which is the word we were looking for last time. Yeah. The baronial court is what you are before you're a sovereign court. Yes. Um, the baronial crowns are held over their heads. Um, there's a mantle placed on each of them to remind yeah. them of this protection they must give over their reign. Mm-hmm. Uh, the s- ceremonial crowns are held over them. There's oils, in quotation marks, which is actually just peach schnapps. Yep. Which, um, Dusty was very sick, apparently, and so everyone was afraid they were all going to get whatever he had when he, they <laughs> well, all I mean, the schnapps. For, honestly, um, well, the, the previous reigning princess uh, actually cleaned out the orb for the first time in a while, so... It wasn't as bad as it could have been. Jesus Christus. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's the ceremonial oils, and then... Which is just schnapps. They pick pick past reigning empress and empresses to crown them, so... Usually their parents? Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's whoever they have a connection with. Um, Like, um, last year, PJ and Doogie didn't, like, I don't know who their drag parents are, if they have any, so they picked whoever they liked. I can't remember. Were they crowned at Coronation? They were. Hmm. Um, they were not sequestered because they were regent emperors and not elected. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year we actually had an election and they were elected, so they got sequestered and then mm. brought on stage. Well, it was a um, yes-no vote. It was more than happened last year. Because <laughs> I was like, why didn't I vote last year? And then I was like, oh, because there was no voting last year. Um, yeah, so then uh, Dustin picked... Uh, I believe he picked Cake. Cake and someone else. Who I don't remember. Jamie. Jamie mm-hmm. Allwood. He picked Cake and Jamie Allwood. And then Amanda Foxy... Oh, Jamie's my favorite. I love Jamie so We much. all love Jamie. Um, and then Foxy picked uh, Vita, Tyra, and Jamie, because those are her drag parents mm-hmm. uh, currently in the city. Um, so, yeah, they... Yeah. Um, and it's like a grand there's also affair. There's also, um, before that happens, when the college is on stage, there's the court anthem, which is... <laughs> Um, this really, really cheesy song that I think probably the baronial court established, or maybe when we became, um, a sovereign court. And you should speak up a little bit, because I'm worried about oh, not okay. up. Okay. Um, the worst millennial vocal fry. I love my re- millennial vocal fry. Um, yeah, so we have, so like, a really cheesy also... court song that usually the, uh... After no. uh nope, it's the, what's the word? The emeritus monarch. The Emeritus Empress usually performs, but uh, due to some circumstances, uh, they had Empress 15, Satina, perform it. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, circumstances. Yep. Um, It was a cute ceremony. She looks straight up like Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) Anything can happen on Halloween. (laughs) Um, I made that joke to five different people. Um, So... The thing that Dirt was talking about that definitely well, wasn't supposed there's, to There's happen. some other things I want to talk about because that's the craziest thing. So, like, the first, like, really big thing that happened is we both got awards during the dinner mm-hmm. um, segment. I got the Rising Star Award, which literally I almost teared up on stage. And I looked like a little sad, crying boat ghost boy. I looked like this the dead, sad sailor boy from every, like, painting, every haunted painting. <laughs> And um, I was really, really honored to receive that. And then uh, Moxie received the President's Award. Yeah. And then someone fucking drank my wine from the hotel room, and I'm still pressed. (laughs) Ask them to get you another bottle. I don't know who drank it. 
Uh, no, ask Cake to get you another oh, bottle. I'll just make Cake buy me another Because <laughs> Cake is the president. Um, and then I also wanted to talk a little bit about the flags because I thought that was kind of oh, interesting. Yeah. Because one of the many things that happens is they're like, well, first of all, every single court sends all their people up to go like touch the crown or whatever, or like do their little ceremonial like thank you to the um, descending monarchs. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also a procession of flags, which includes uh, we had the flags of. Canada, United States, and Mexico. Those were the three nations that were represented, uh, I believe. Well, those are the three. Those are the three nations that have courts. Okay. Did we have anything from the Mexico? I don't know. Court system. I can't remember. We had someone holding the flag at least. Yeah. We also had the Manitoba flag. We had the Pride flag and the Trans flag, and then we also had the Bear and Leather flag. Yeah. I know. I don't know if. um, I feel like you've said before that you're not super. Like you have mixed feelings on the inclusion of. Well, I, I, I just, like, I think there's, like, I, uh, I don't know. It's, it's weird because I, like, don't really align myself based on my sexual orientation. I align myself as queer really more based on my gender orientation. But, like, the bear and leather communities are really prevalent in the court. Like, there, there are leather crowns. I don't know exactly how they work, but I've seen them and I've seen people involved with that scene. So, like, that's different. I think... I don't entirely understand um, including, like, niche sexual preferences that aren't just, like, queer. Like, because I don't think, like, I don't think that being, I guess being a bear is inherently queer, so that makes sense. And I just don't get, like, I don't know why a leather fetish is specifically a queer identity, but if someone has thoughts on that that aren't just, like... Yeah, Carlos, come on this podcast, please. Yeah. Because Carlos was the one holding that flag. Yeah. Um, And I believe during... Carlos Las Vegas performed I Want to Know What Love Is and had this beautiful, like, feathered cape. And then on one side, on the inside, was a sequined leather flag, and the other side was the trans flag, someone said. And then on the back, it was, like, rainbow sequins. It was so amazing. Yeah, it was beautiful. But anyway, the big... The terrible, awful... (laughs) The big, bad, funny thing that happened is... um, we're going to, it, it's the it's the Duchess's final walks, and it's supposed to be a Slatana de Sloot. Um, I don't remember her full title, but Come Dump for short. It's supposed to be a time for her final walk, her song's going, and I'm looking around and she's not anywhere to be seen, and I'm starting to, like, get a little worried. Yeah, we're all a little worried, and we're, like, because I, I, like, know how long she's been planning this walk, like, she... And, like, she, yeah, Slatana can be a mess sometimes. We all love her and we know her for it. But she cares about the... Like, this is something that I didn't think, like, she would take... And I, I didn't expect... Like, I, I knew that it was not something that she was just, like, blowing off because she was throwing up in the toilet or something or, like, I don't know. No, she wouldn't be... Like, she's not that irresponsible. No. Especially not with court stuff because she, like, Actually cares a lot about gives, the like, court. A, and a whole like, lot of shit about that. Yeah, so we then find out that uh, 11 people are stuck in an elevator. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Five of them are drag queens. Five of them? Five? Only five. Of the eleven, I believe. No, I thought there were four. No. No, no, no. And here's why. Because it was... It was because it was... Prairie Sky. Yeah. Feathertalia. Slaytana. Brianna Burlesque. And one of the Edmonton queens. Right. One of the Edmonton queens was in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we all did. (laughs) I don't know who it was, so I can't say that. It might have been Morgan Fair. It wasn't Morgan. I wish it was Morgan Fair. I have no beef with Morgan Fair. I just thought that was a funny thing to say. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> I have no personal beef with Morgan Fair. 
Red it was Wreck It Ralph's snack. <laughs> I meant to say snake. <laughs> it was Wreck It Ralph's snake emancipating himself. It was um, the um. It was the Boy Scout. It wasn't Angelo Mercy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. So five drag individuals and also six people six regular regular folks were in the elevator and it uh... was hot people well people took off their wigs and their corsets like they were sweating oh my god we saw a photo and like they were literally pressed up against each other because those are not elevators should never have more than five people in them yeah and like the elevators at the fort gary are especially like they're very slow Mm -hmm. um so it's like by the time it actually gets to the lobby, like, 20 people have amassed at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So then they called the front desk. Uh, someone called 911 eventually. Um, they well, got they were them in there of, over an hour, weren't they? Yeah, they were in there for a long time. And then the Just hotel apparently uh, gave them water bottles and were like, that's all we can do for you. That's and then bullshit. one of our region emperors dealt with that, I think. Good. Um because that's not an acceptable way to treat people who have been trapped in an elevator for an hour because uh, you should be having those things checked. You know that you're having multiple large events because there was there, a wedding happening yeah. across the hall from And us. there was another wedding. And there was another wedding, yeah. Because I saw both brides meet each other in the elevator. Yes, I told them they were beautiful and congratulated <laughs> them. <laughs> um, Congrats on being straight, I guess. Uh, yeah, so that happened. So then Slaytana's final walk and Brianna's uh, decade walk, they both uh, had to do after an elevator ordeal, which I can't imagine would have been easy or fun. They both did great. Yeah. Uh, Brianna had this dress that Moxie and I have both been drooling over at Forever 21 yeah. for like months. I'm so, I'm so jealous. So jealous. I'm so envious that. I can't that have this $40 dress from Forever 21. It's like pink and it has these massive paillettes on it and it's just like... It's, it straight up looks like something Ariel Versace would have worn in her first three years of drag. It looks like something Ariel Versace would wear now. Don't well, no, it would yourself. be a crop top. Oh, that's true. It'd be a chunky crop top. I don't like her. Anyway. None of us like Ariel Versace. She's just rude. She's the worst voice. Um, yeah, so that was coronation. Well, after that is the best part. Hospitality? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't stay for it because I had to go... Most people got changed at the venue because people were smart and had, um... Yeah, like, second outfits. Second outfits or had rooms. Yeah. I walked home, showered, and then walked back. And what I thought was interesting is that most people were still in face but out of outfits. Yeah. Whereas for me, I had to get out of face so bad. Yeah. Well, I was gonna get out of face, and then everyone else was going in face, so I was like, well, fuck, I guess I'll just go in face, whatever. And then I didn't get out of face. (laughs) Yep. Um, Because, yeah, well, and because, um, along with, we did something new this year in our court where um, the emperor and empress got their picks pre-approved for their upper house. So um, the upper house was announced at brunch the next day, but I figured, like, because we had been announced, um, those of us who were there and in drag and able to be in drag were there in drag, so Mm -hmm. me and Frida were there in drag. (laughs) Kitty doesn't have any of her drag with her because it's all packed in boxes, and Mm -hmm. Alan was really sick, so he didn't show up. But Mm. um, 
we got announced the next day, so I figured might as well go and drag. I might as well just go and drag and talk to you. There's a jewelry vendor at the hospitality, oh which God. we also haven't really explained how hospitality is. But so hospitality is always arranged by the emeritus monarchs, and it's basically a big thank you to people for coming out and spending a bunch of money, and also a way for us to all get drunk and party together without spending uh, spending a bunch more money. So. It happens at the hotel um, in this downstairs bar that they have. It's a really nice space. Um, and then we have, like, a bunch of bartenders who basically just, you know, give drinks. Yeah, like, you, you don't... donate You donate roughly a dollar per drink, so I just throw in 15 or 20 bucks and then drink as much as I am able, which is never 15 or 20 drinks because I'm baby and hate actually don't really like the taste of... Well, here's the thing is that when I got there, they had already run out of cranberry juice. Oh, they were out of cranberry juice for a long time. And then what I I said was, well, what do you have that's good to mix with vodka? And they listed like four things. And the only thing I heard was Coke. And I said, I'll just do Coke. That shit's bad, fam. Yeah, vodka Coke is a bad idea. Yeah. Um, But I don't like rum. Yeah. They had whiskey. I don't like whiskey either. I don't even like vodka. I just can mix it with juice and it tastes okay. They had orange juice. I realized that later. Yeah. Um, vodka and Sprite is also not bad. Yeah. Um, anyways. Drinks yeah, so Welcome you, to cocktails. Yeah, so you, you drink and you have fun. And there are also usually like jewelry sellers there. So there were, um, for most of it, it was just one queen from Minneapolis selling beautiful handmade jewelry i was like talking to her about her stuff and she said that like her dad taught her to solder because he's like yeah so like he was like a metal worker and so she started making jewelry when she got into drag because like it's easy to transfer that skill into something really useful yeah and it's really cool and she makes really beautiful stuff my drag mom bought me a ring from her for my my outfit because she knew what i was wearing it was really really (laughs) gorgeous um I also got a bunch of jewelry from someone else, but that's... I'm just excited that I finally have a pair of big drag earrings. I'm excited for you. I love big, gross... Like, not gross, but, like, big extravagant drag jewelry is my favorite <laughs> Big, gross thing. drag jewelry. I love it. It's gross because you just have to put nail glue on it. <laughs> Um, the other thing to mention about court is like, so the people we had, like the courts that we had represented were, uh, we had Regina, Edmonton, um, Vancouver, Vancouver, which is the Dogwood Court, also known as the Mother Court of Canada, isn't it? Yes, they're the Mother Court of Canada. There's also Toronto was there. Yes, I had a very nice conversation with the current reigning emperor of uh, Toronto. Yeah, he was really cool. I talked to him. He was really sweet. I talked to him uh, after the out of town show. I felt so bad because his music cut out at the end of his number. Oh, yeah. And they just like kind of didn't say anything about it and then also didn't say his name. And I was like, no. He's the Randy Emperor. <laughs> so funny. I love it. Yeah, nice. he was he was really nice. I he really was just enjoyed like, talking So how's the Winnipeg scene? And I'm like, I don't know you, but okay. Some other fun things that hop- happened at hospitality were I got told a bunch that people actually knew who I was. People were like were like, Oh, I followed you on Instagram for so long, it's so nice to finally meet you, which is crazy. Which is insane. Like I went up to um <laughs> Yada Yada book ahead. <laughs> she's so funny and she's so delightful and I just like went up to introduce myself because I was too scared to last year at Coronation she was like oh I've heard so many good things about you and I was like oh 
Like, anyone I talk to, any of the older queens, like, have said that they've heard nice things about me. Or, like, Cooper Cummins Atcha and I uh, bonded over how we stalk each other on Instagram. Oh, that's And sweet. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph and I had a couple really good conversations um, about how he got lung disease from E6000. <laughs> from huffing Gorilla Glue? From, oh, it was Gorilla Glue. It was Gorilla Glue. No, but it was that he had glued on with Gorilla Glue under his nose. Yeah, I know, which you don't do. So you should... It's like a PSA from Wreck-It Ralph. Please don't do that. Because you will be huffing fumes and you will give yourself a lung infection. Um, yeah, I talked to a lot of really cool people. Um, one, one dragoon who used to be a cosplayer and I was like complimenting her costume. And she was like, oh yeah, I used to be a cosplayer. And it was like... Was that the dragon? No. Um, it was the... She had like a huge, huge red skirt and she did like the red strip oh, her. Oh, right. I yeah, she her. was so pretty. She's very cool. Um, there was, uh, there we also so had, we also had, like, Minneapolis was there because two of the half emperors, or empresses mm-hmm. were from Minneapolis. Yeah. Um, um, oh, half is, um, every year you pick two half monarchs, so, um, they can be who, whoever, it doesn't matter, like, the gender configuration of your halves, but they basically are two monarchs, or two people who have reigned as past monarchs from different cities to kind of be an out-of-town representation for you when you're not there. When do those usually get picked? At brunch. Oh. They get announced at we, brunch. Yes. Did... So, um, Dusty's are someone from Las Vegas, who I don't know, and someone from, I think, Regina, maybe... But uh, I'll Foxy's, I'll, I'll get I'll get you to text me it later, and I'll post it on the Twitter. Foxy's are uh, Hellacious Acres from yes, Edmonton, I and Iona Whip yes. from your auntie. Yes, yes, my auntie, my sister, and my auntie. I love Hellacious is so pretty. Hellacious is the most beautiful. I love her. Um, I saw her. I met her. I met. I saw her for the first time <laughs> at Satina's step down. And the at the so the night of the pageant, she was there in like full crunchy granola kid like scruffy beard, hair down to her waist, like yeah, fucking looks like your looks like that one vegan kid who like plays guitar at lunch every single day. <laughs> and then the next night, fully shaven, looks straight up like Victoria Elizabeth Black from Dracula season yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, she does. She really does. Um. Yeah, there were, yeah, so Minneapolis was there, um, Iowa was there. Yeah, there was... No one from Vegas, no one from Phoenix. I think that might have been it for the states. Yeah, and we didn't get, um, anyone from the further east coast. I know, I don't know if Halifax has Halifax does have a court. They have a court, but it was also their Pride weekend. Yeah, so... Um, which, uh, Halifax correspondent Oliver (laughs) was there, um, reporting that, um... Craven Blood is very cool and my favorite, and also that, holy shit, does everyone have to do Greatest Showman at every Pride or Coronation? Yeah, apparently. Hey. Oh, so an amazing thing was that our two um, Regent Emperors had their <laughs> step-down numbers, which are, like, they can be up to, like, 15, 10 or 15 minutes, I think, but um, they Doogie, Doogie Trouser <laughs> had Greatest Showman, which song was it? Was it This Is Me? No, it was... It was This Is Me! He went first, right? Yeah. He did a, He had a male cover of This Is Me. Oh. Okay. And then Satina, who was hosting that set, said, You are never... I'm putting a ban on it. No more Greatest Showman in Final Walks ever. And then 
Everyone starts PJ laughing. Van- Everyone starts laughing, and PJ Vanderloon also has Greatest Showman. He had Never Enough, and yeah. also an Icelandic song, and also something It wasn't else Icelandic, it was Dutch. Listen. I asked him afterwards. Listen. Okay, it would be re- it would be redacted if I said it actually, just because, like, it's yeah. not offensive, but, um... It's not offensive, The but, Icelandic like... have no culture. <laughs> the Icelandic have a bastardized culture of Catholicism mixed with... And brain with, damage. Um... <laughs> Catholicism mixed with pagan stuff. Um, it's just Catholicism and being a farmer, but shitty. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was Coronation, though. That was really, really cool. It was, um, yeah. What was your favorite outfit? Uh, Jared's. Oh, probably. I think Jared's was my favorite. Um, our friend Jared did this incredible look that was inspired by... What's the runway? What runway is that? I don't from? remember the runway. I would look it up. I will put it on the Twitter also, because um, it's one of my favorite runway looks that I've ever seen. It's So it's like this... it's this beautiful full gown like bridal gown um and then her train like her veil is held up by a like a a series of helium balloons so it just floats behind her and follows behind her and it's the most beautiful thing so he did a look kind of inspired by that and did like um uh, made a big hoop skirt and had uh white wedding dress with pink neon bows and mm-hmm. pink gloves and a pink face mask it's, uh, with uh, safety it's, pins in it. It was um, from the Paris Couture uh, January 2019 show. It was the C- Celia Crithariati uh, Spring Summer Runway and yes. that was the final piece of the number or of the uh, of, of that the collection. collection and it was yeah. so gorgeous. You should look up a video of it if you yeah. can. It moves so beautifully. <laughs> And we've all been trying to figure out ways to make it work properly. Yeah, so then he had, like, a short pink veil. Didn't quite get the weighting on the helium balloons right, but they basically went straight up above his Which head. Which I think honestly looks And it cool. looked really good. I think, aside from Jared, to... Well, um, pe- shout out to Peppermint Fatty, who sewed her own Edda Birthing-inspired yeah. um, dress, complete with, like, stuffing and everything. Oh, yeah. It looked really fantastic. Um, but I think two of my favorite looks were probably Natasha Bright's performance outfit, Natasha Bright is a queen from... She's the current reigning Emprex. Yes, Emprex 43 of Calgary and all of southern Alberta. Okay. Who I am following. So, uh, Natasha Bright is a bald uh, drag performer who looks stunningly beautiful, um, but had just, like, this really beautiful outfit with, like, these bright yellow pants that were really Mm -hmm. well-fitted. And, like, her crown looks really cool on her. I don't know. She just looks really great. And my favorite hair was uh, Foxy's hair from her number. Yeah, the the blue, the no like or the blonde, the blonde that kind of had like it went into like a different color I think into like a mint or something maybe. Well, she had was she wearing the big flowy caftan? Yeah, that it was blue. Okay, well, it's just like it was the very big off the face and like very flowy and like cleaner than a lot of because it's new. Yeah, it's like it was made for her for this. Uh, I think she probably got it on Friday. Um, no, my favorite. Uh, outfit was Flamingos. The Flamingo, like the pink one? The... Or the yellow flo- one? Yeah, the the yellow one with the big sleeves mm. and like the perfectly done yellow hair. Like she yeah. just looked so she gorgeous. She amazing. Or, oh, who was it with that big, like with the, like the big stones, like the black dress with the really big teardrop oh, stones? That was, that, was. that was so fantastic. gorgeous. There was also um, something with a really cool dragon head piece. Oh yeah, that Jamie was Jamie Allwood's. Um, um, that was Ida's laughter back. Jamie Allwood's uh, 
Oh, stone, his, his, his stone bear blazer. blazer. I love It's that. a completely rhinestone blazer, and then he turns around, and the back is a rhinestone bear paw. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. So good. <laughs> Carlos Las Vegas. Yeah. It was a very good night of, like, really, like, it was a fucking great night of drag. Oh, um, no. Top looks, top looks, top, 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 top looks, prairie sky and feather tail. Oh, my God. Handmade, painstakingly sewed ribbon dresses. Oh, those they were, were so gorgeous. So gorgeous. We'll put photos up on uh, the Twitter, yeah, because you have know. to you have to see them. They They're so beautiful. so beautiful, and they made them completely themselves. Like I sat um, when I was making my dress, they were just cutting out appliques for like three hours. Oh no, they sewed the day before coronation, the night of the out of town show. They sewed from eleven a.m. to eleven thirty p.m. because they had to fix. Uh, they had to make Carlos's cape wider, and then they also had to finish their own garments. Mm-hmm. But no, they those were incredible. Next year, I'm just going to coronation, dude. <laughs> Pulled Lissy um, out. Yeah. So there were yeah there was a lot of incredible fashion. There was a lot of creativity, fashion. like and I mean like Emerald Stardust wore like a an Irish dancing dress and looked gorgeous. Yes, and made her own little earrings to go yeah, with it. Those were, they so, were so cute. cute. Ruby Chopsticks was a skinny legend. Yeah. Rose Mortel snatched. Rose Mortel's ass was oh, poppin'. It was absolutely poppin'. <laughs> Isabel Silver changed halfway through because she saw that someone else was wearing a purple sequin dress, so she changed into a green sequin dress, and she was like, "Now no one's wearing what I'm wearing." <laughs> she was pissed. Iconic. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> so stupid. Lita Tequila straight up looked like Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, yeah. For the last half of the show. Oh, and her cape turned out so well. Oh. Uh, I loved that cape. Beautiful. Dirty, dirty, rich bitch. <laughs> yeah, so that was Coronation. And uh, out of the frying pan into a slightly different frying pan <laughs> for me. Yeah, because... I got, I've been asleep for the past three days. I've literally yeah. been so exhausted and so angry. Yeah, and I've just been getting more anxious by the day because I am leaving for Bushwick, Berlin uh, on Friday the 26th. I will not <laughs> disclose my flight information in case anyone tries to sabotage my plane. Um, no. I've told you about how I'm flight cursed, right? No. Um, oh, no, wait, I yeah. think you have. For the first, like, three Christmases after me and my brother graduated high school, we were grounded and missed our, all our flights, like, every single year. Mm. I actually, when I went to audition at University of Manitoba, my flight from Victoria to Calgary, which was then connecting to Winnipeg, was just straight up cancelled. <laughs> like, no reason given. Jesus Christ. It was really cool. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully I make all my flights. Um, I'm stopping for eight hours in New York to go see the Met costume exhibit. I'm extremely nervous about making all my flights, but I think I can do it. Yeah. I'm, I was a dumbass, and I accidentally booked fli- I booked departing and incoming flights at different airports in New York, because I forgot how big New York is. Yikes. But I've already hired a shuttle for, like, the last leg of the trip, so that should be fine. But yeah, I am so excited. Uh, Bushwig started in 2012, I think, in New York. It's um, In New York, it's a two-day festival. I believe it's only one day in Berlin uh, but it might be two actually but I'm, no I'm pretty sure it's all happening on one day um, but it's the festival of drag music and love it's very very cool Very, it's not like a massively prestigious thing but it is just such an insane thing to be invited to do 
Uh, I wish you could come with me, but unfortunately, I'm that poor. shit's expensive. I'm poor. As Todd Hall said, no that shit's expensive. Yeah, I'm poor and I have no credit, and I have to travel a bunch this upcoming year. So. Yes, because you are. Oh, did I even actually say that? Have we even mentioned this yet? Well, we mentioned that the upper house was announced, and I think I kind of glossed over it. But I've been officially <laughs> announced, but not crowned yet, um, as imperial sovereign what duchess, imperial sovereign grand duchess twenty. Of Which is really exciting, and your duke is Alan of. Uh, Club 200, <laughs> which is fantastic. Yeah, it's the best. I'm so excited. I love your sugar daddy. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> you can't say that to me. Legally, I cannot say Legally, that. Legally, you can't say that to me, because I will kill you. <laughs> and but that's so will Alan. really fantastic. Essentially, what that means is you have some hosting obligations. Yeah, basically, I get to be of a, part, a part of this reign and help them raise money and work towards... Uh, doing charity and stuff. Do you have a quota of shows you need to do? Um, we have to do one. We have to do one Duke and Duchess ball formally. I think what's we're your, planning... What's your personal goal? I, I'd like to do two like nighttime events and then something involving the kiddlies, the kiddly booze. Ooh, the kiddly booze. The kiddly booze. Uh, no, I'd like to do, I'd like to do a youth friendly show in the mm-hmm. early evening at some point. Do we miss Girls Rock Winnipeg? Did that already happen? I have no idea. What happened to them? Girls Rock Winnipeg. Reach I out to us. don't know. Um, yeah, but... Uh, but uh, that's also coinciding with your duties as mixed queer. Yes. Where you have to throw at least one show uh, for a charity event. Yeah. So you're doing a lot of like solo shows this year. Yeah. Well, not solo. Like, Alan's going to be Alan's going to be helping. Frida, Frida and I and Kitty and I will host. Mm-hmm. Frida and Kitty being the, uh, the princesses. Princess. Well, no, the princess and the princette. Uh, okay. Yeah, Kitty is the, the insane clown posse and the inclined son posset. <laughs> <laughs> the insane clown possum. <laughs> and at, at, I'm texting Kitty now. Imperial crown possum. Incre- well, imperial I- crown pussy. <laughs> um. Talk about Berlin more so we can finish recording yeah, this, um, so Berlin's gonna be fucking insane. There are 70 drag performers, um, including myself, uh, drag and burlesque performers, because there are some people like Minnie Milk who are doing more traditionally burlesque stuff. I think there's something like 15 to 20 DJs. Mm. Uh, it's happening at the Festival Kreuzberg. Nice. Welcome to me pronouncing things like an asshole. Um, and contrary to popular belief, I will not be doing ecstasy and dying in the Spree River. <laughs> You keep telling me you're going to do ecstasy and die, and I keep telling you you'll get serotonin storm if you try ecstasy. Yeah. Ecstasy, I'm a slut and you know it. <laughs> but um, I'm very, very excited for the number that I'm bringing. I've performed it already at the in-town show, but I held back the video because I want to keep it a surprise. Yeah. Because apparently there are people who actually follow me. Um, I got a message today from someone who, like, I, I put out a message after I um, posted pictures of my coronation outfit being like, if anyone wants to draw me, this is the outfit because I look so fucking good. Because I did. That was the best I've ever painted in my life. And uh, I got a message from someone asking if they could use my, like, image for, like, some art stuff and said that they were from Germany and were very excited that I was coming to Berlin. And it's just, like, so insane. I don't know. It's, like, crazy to do that and to be that and to have that happen. Yeah. So I'm going to be in Berlin for literally, I think, less than 48 hours. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I land early um, early afternoon on the Saturday. I perform sometime on the Sunday. Uh, I leave the Monday morning 
and I actually have Tuesday off work, thank fucking Christ. Noise. Yeah. <laughs> so Tuesday will just be uh, probably when we record the next episode. <laughs> And that will be my tales, um, tales from Berlin. But I'm excited. Hungary is going to be there. Fantastic German uh, performance artist, fashion creature. Some like the most insane looks that I've ever seen. Insanely skinny waist. Yeah. Like so skinny. So skinny. Um, Horror Chada, Dream Boy, uh, Donna Trump from mm. the UK is going to be there. Uh, Mini Milk. Um, there's just I don't know. There's literally seventy people. Like, that's so much. I don't know how much I'm going to get to see and how much I'm going to be, like, panicking in my hostel. Um, Try not to think about the movie Hostel. (laughs) Idiot. Also, packing has been fun for this because I'm only only bringing um, a carry-on suitcase. And, uh, spoiler alert, I am using fake toy guns that don't look like real guns. But last time I went to Europe, I did get stopped at every security gate on the way through and back. Oh, sorry, hold on. Taylor Swift just released a new track. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, we gotta play the entirety of this track on the show now. It's called The Archer. <laughs> we can't... <laughs> no, sorry, I can't do this right now. <laughs> do we have anything else we want to say? Uh, no. Um, yeah, keep, oh, wait. A, keep a lookout for my we quotes were... about Berlin. Hold on, where, what time are we at? We have 15 minutes. We wanted to talk about Evie. Oh, yeah, so a quick, like, real-life, like, news thing, because apparently we're doing that now, because yeah. we're... well, because we don't have... Because like, we're Chapo Trap because House. Because no one, no one actually cares about what happens in our day-to-day lives, we're so Chapo we have to Trap give people trap is <laughs> Redacted for being too funny. some stuff that happened yesterday for us on this here Tuesday the 23rd oh shit it's the 23rd already Jesus yeah I know um yeah so um the other day yesterday on the 22nd Evie oddly tweeted a big analogy about uh being a cook at a restaurant and you landed your dream job and you spend your time you spend your work day cooking for people who are paying you and who love your cooking. And then when you step outside, you are met with a new group of people who are not paying, uh, but demand that you cook for them using ingredients you no longer have because you use them all. Mm-hmm. And said that that's why she doesn't take photos with fans after shows. And people immediately freaked out about this. Uh, were like, you need to respect your fans more than that. They're the people who give you a job. They're the blah, blah, blah. Um, you shouldn't, like say like say this kind of stuff about your fans and then another group of people said hi evie has a literal like she has a a chronic illness that causes her pain every day yeah she talked about very candidly on the show yeah and And also um, artists are not entitled to like here's the thing especially with drag race fans fans are not what are paying her bills no um it's tickets, it's promoting, it's like, it's, it's, it's like tickets, it's venues sales, and it's, bookers and yeah. like agents and stuff. Yeah. And like, like when people get booked as far as I'm aware, they're getting paid a flat show fee, show fee that does not change no matter how many people show up. So if 50 people show up, she gets paid. And if 500 people show up, if it's a sold out show, she's still getting paid the same amount because shows like that also don't have like tipping mm-hmm. i don't know what how meet and greet figures into that or whatever but i also 
don't think it's very honest to say that because Evie doesn't want to take photos with her fans after she's done performing, and, like, Evie performs, like, an insane amount, and she does her aerial stuff, she does her contortion stuff, she does stuff that's physically demanding on her body, and then also is physically demanding, it's it's emotionally demanding because of, like, again, because she has EDS. Mm -hmm. And to say that, like, because after all that you don't want to take some photos for free with some fans that you are not respecting your fans is just like there is there's a very clearly like a racial component yeah, to the way that Evie's people, being treated people don't treat Trixie and Katya who have said essentially the same thing people don't treat them the same way and I think that like there has to be, like, for any worker, there has to be a time when you're off the clock and you don't have obligations. And mm-hmm. I know that that line gets blurred for public figures and celebrities, but, like, she's just one person. And she's a person who deals with literally constant pain. And I think, and she clarified after that the group of fans that she was talking about, or, like, this group of fans after this particular show she chatted with them and they had a nice conversation but she just said no to the photos because she didn't want to take them and you she doesn't have to like if you don't pay for meet and greet unfortunately that's just how it is and there are queens who do have the capacity to hang out with their fans and take photos and stuff like that after mm-hmm. a show there are queens who are super happy to do that but that should not be expected because that's like that's not part of their job necessarily and I also don't like the tone that I've seen from queens who do take photos with their fans after say like sounding like they're holier than thou and like sounding like they think they're better than Evie because they do or that, that they think that Evie's being stuck up because she doesn't want to take photos with her fans after her shows it's like also Evie was just crowned very recently she's very newly famous how many mm-hmm. of these people would still be standing her this hard if they didn't know her from Drag Race? It's like it's a very conditional kind of worship, mm-hmm. sort of, and it, the fact that, and this fandom is so demanding and so insane towards like drag queens. Like, yeah, do you remember one year at the uh, panel when someone just like graphically read out um, fan like pornographic fanfic of Trixie and Katya and would <laughs> not stop despite them being super uncomfortable? Yeah, that's like. You can't treat real people like that. Like, these are real people, and you can't Some fetishize them. Some of the realest them. people. <laughs> the realness. What a bummer. Yeah. Can't wait to go to Berlin. Well, one of the most... One of the... Ha- Germany, one of the happiest places on Earth. Lol. <laughs> I'm, my hotel is um, literally a 15-minute walk away from the Museum of Capitalism. Nice. Which I will be going um, and exploring a little bit. I'll take some photos by the Spree River. Uh, I'll go to an ice cream shop. I'll try and bring you back some sweets. Oh, well, I have to declare those at customs. Yeah. Ugh. They'll be fine, though. I think it's, like, meats and produce that you're not allowed to yeah. bring back with you. Oh, I'm going to bring back marzipan. Everyone else hates Ugh. it, but I love it. Marzipan is disgusting. It's beautiful. It is not. Ew. Anything else? Nah. Come to our shows. Um, yeah, prom night, uh, August yeah. 17th. Uh, Mixed Queers, so yesterday, August 24th. Uh, Investitures, where I do actually get crowned, August 16th. Burlesque, uh, Winnipeg International Burlesque Festival, August 17th also. 
Uh, but please go to the drag show instead. Yeah. <laughs> Don't see me in my shitty wig. Sorry, Megan, it doesn't look very good. Yeah, that's about it. So, uh, bye. As, as usual, everyone else is wrong, and this is Jen. <laughs> <laughs>